I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Miami University, you can earn your bachelor's and master's degrees in five years or less. Choose from 30-plus combined degree programs. Learn more and apply today at miamioh.edu forward slash apply 2021. Hey, this is Mark Martinez, and we are back for episode number four Desert Wrestling Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Mario. And Mike. So we got a special show today. Yes, sir. We interviewed the co-owner of HIW, Mr. Ricky Flush. And it's a pretty good interview with him. Interesting questions that we give him. And give us a feedback from his story, how he started wrestling. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's a great interview. So, um, yeah, enough talking. Enough talking about. It. Let's get right into the interview. Yes, right here. I hope you guys enjoy it. We'll be back in a little bit. All right, on the phone today we have the great, the great one. I guess you could say yep. the C, the co CEO of uh, HIW, Ricky Flash. Say what's up, Ricky. Hey, what's going on, guys? What to do? What's going on, man? So, uh, when did uh, when did you start in the wrestling? So I started, you know, back you know, across the midway of the 90s, 97, Chaos and I, uh, together. Him and I were buddies, baseball players, honestly, just big fans of wrestling back then. We were really inspired. We saw that ECW pay-per-view, the very first one, barely legal. Mm-hmm. And just, it was such a great event. We, we just said to each other, we need to get into this. We got to do this. Uh, we started training then and, you know, just kept going from there. Keep on pushing. So what, what did, uh, what, what did you, how did you get started? You just kind of got into the ring or you kind of found somebody where to train or how did that go? When we very initially started, it was, we tried looking all throughout Tucson here to find any professional wrestling, anything, and we were striking out left and right. It was kind of disparaging, honestly, but we kind of took it upon ourselves, to be completely honest, to, we started really watching tape, and with the internet, at that time, it was still a little clunky and everything, but there was communications out there. We could reach out, communicate with people from all points of the globe, even already at that point in time. So we would survey tapes, like just analyze tapes. We would watch slow motion, repeat over and over, and it just watched every little thing that they were doing, uh, hand placements, uh, just various little things that you can kind of pick up from just, you know, by, by watching, you know. It's like, in all sports, they do it anyway. We used it for wrestling and picked up a lot of things that when you're just watching regular speed, you don't catch, and just the casual fan just doesn't even look for it. 
So we really made it a point to you know, pick these things up and uh, you know practice these things, honestly. And we got a, a few other guys back then, and we all just kind of would practice things, we'd review things, we'd record ourselves, see what we look like on tape, and just really try and better ourselves from there. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, and again, back to the whole power of the Internet thing, we would, you know, put out footage. People would see us from all over the place. And every so often, we would have professionals that either be a bit of family ties or some sort of connection to Tucson. They'd come through. They'd come see us even, make a little sign for us, give us pointers, run training sessions with us. So it's a big compilation of stuff throughout the years. And when it comes to wrestling, though, really, even, you know, I'm like 20-plus years in here. I still am trying to learn. I'm still looking at tapes. I'm still picking people's brains to see what I can do to better myself still. Oh, good. I'm still a student, you could say. <laughs> All right, Ricky, this is Mario here. I have a question for you. How do you feel <laughs> on our past podcast episode we have talked about you know, the improvement or the evolution of HIW's growth and everything. So, in your opinion, how do you feel about how much HIW has changed in the last, I want to say, I think HIW's probably been around for a decade. So, how do you feel about seeing HIW grow? For myself, it, you know, honestly, has been a little bit of a, a roller coaster throughout the, the whole, you know, the whole lifespan, if you will, of HIW. Mm-hmm. I like what we've been doing the past several years, uh, but I do still see plenty of signs of little things that we could change as a company to better the company for not only for ourselves, but also for the fans, more so for the fans, really. And just give a better product to everybody. And just have us all be better wrestlers. But I really like the, where we're going. All right, Ricky, this is Mark. And my question is, what year did you decide to make this other wrestling persona known as Joe Barbensky? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that question. So I meant to say, what what year that you started to make this other wrestling Persona known as Joe Barbeski. If I say that correctly. Do you hear that, Ricky? It's a little fuzzy. I can't quite make out everything you're saying. He's asking, he's asking when you kind of made the the, the Joe Bar, Joe Binsky um, persona. Oh, Joe Binsky has been around uh, for many years, actually. Um, Binsky actually started. Oh wow. Uh, he actually started in 98, I want to say. And it was a character that came about out of necessity at the time. We were a little low on characters, uh, personas in general, and just overall wrestlers. We had a champion who kind of had, you know, he went through you know, basically everybody. So we needed a fresh face, a new look, something different. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, somebody that was going to, you know, like a champion, you know, retain. Um, I, I've always been the guy that has been willing to do what's needed 
to you know deny aspects of this wrestling game. So when that call came in, I started thinking and thinking. I was like, I gotta think of something that's entertaining, yet unorthodox, and just try it. I, I feel I could do something with it. And as you see, it's kind of you know clung for a few years here, and you know a little popular at times. You know. Yeah. So you know, we we uh, we are fans of your your organization and your co-owner with the Justice League. Um, how does it? How long does it take you to to kind of write a show for for like a Saturday or a Sunday? Okay, how how long does it take for you as a, a you know you as being an owner to to write a show for HIW? Well, as far as like to you know, show together, I have. I assembled shows, like, say, the day of shows, honestly. Oh, wow. Preference is not to do that, of course. <laughs> um, if I can help it, I will get everybody confirmed as far out as I can, you know, even months if I can help it. That way I can have a good idea of who to put them with so we can, you know, get storyline as well as give the guys a chance to communicate a little better, better, and come up with some, some you know, decent wrestling matches to put against each other. You know, a lot of times all you need is a little time and just a little brainstorming, and you can come up with some brilliant stuff. And you can just talk it out and just you know try it out when you get out there. Some sticks, some you know, fall flat, but you know, that's that's my preferred approach. Is you know, a couple months lead time. That way we can just put it all on paper. I mean, you know, like even two shows ahead of time for what you got coming up. Hey, Ricky, this is Mato here again. So since you've been doing this business for almost about 20 years now, I would want to ask you, who's your favorite wrestler? Um, when you say that, are you talking like guys that like sort of have come through HIW? Are you talking just in general? Um, I want I want to say both. I want to say during the HIW times and in general right now. You know, where do they see? Because chemistry wise and just the history of like like matches with, I would say honestly that Chaos is my favorite uh, opponent, and I think that he is one of the most like talented guys and. Just a great like mind for wrestling. If you want to like pick his brain, mm. like he he can uh, on that end of things, he's really good at that. So I'd say honestly, he would be my my guy, my my favorite in that sense. But if you're talking about just as like you know me as the inner fan who you know is still a fan to this day, Jushin Thunder Liger. You know, it is my go-to guy because that man, he is brilliant in ring, behind scenes. I mean, he was the originator of the shooting star press, just various power bombs like the Liger star power bomb, the Liger bomb. Just an innovator, an impressive wrestler, and the dude's like almost three years old. And he is ripped beyond all means, and he could still out-wrestle most of the guys on the planet. So he's definitely my favorite favorite, if you will. 
Hey, Ricky, this is Mark again. And um, my question is, when, I mean, during the HIW times, when did you discover one of the great, one of the great athletes known as Chris Evans and Johnny Suave? Ooh, good question. Both of them are way up there in my eyes as far as in-ring work and behind scenes. Um, I want to say it was about approximately eight-ish years ago uh, when uh, Evans, Chris Evans, made his way uh, to Tucson looking for wrestling companies. He found us. We brought him in on a show down on the south side at this tattoo shop, and he wrestled Binsky, and off of that match, I was like, man, this, this guy is good to go. This guy is probably better than everybody in Arizona. We just incredibly counted. And, of course, best buddies, Suave came a few years after that, but welcomed with open arms with Evans, you know, saying, hey, would you give this guy a shot? It was not even a question. It was just a matter of how good he's going to be. And, and you saw and, and still see how great Suave is. And I think that's been like four-ish years now. Yeah, I, Ricky, you you mentioned that you um you, you're a fan of chaos and you guys are kind of uh, trained together. Um, when you guys put on a match together with chaos, do you guys even uh, plan out the match, or you guys just kind of go on there and just go off of what the crowd's giving you guys? I will say that nowadays we just go off a of feel, but again. Um, him and I have had so much in-ring, like, training, practice, just general goof-off even time together that we've kind of, you know, practiced so much that we just can go back to, like, anything from the past 20 years and uh, mix it up enough to where we get a fresh match. And it's, like, not a carbon copy of anything that we've ever done. So it's always fun to wrestle them, and you never know what we're going to get, even though... We don't practice nothing, and we don't need to, and it just comes across like it comes across. You know, excellent. All right, Ricky, I have another question. How did you partner up with Revolt Wrestling? One more time? How did you partner up with Revolt Wrestling? With Revolt Wrestling, I was actually approached by Cole Wright, one of their, uh, you know, top guys in their history of their promotion. And he was actually curious about coming into HIW. And after that, he's like, hey, I know some guys. Uh, would you be cool with them coming out? And when he uh, was talking about some guys, he was talking about Hank Godwin. As his tag partner, uh, he was talking Josh Archer and his brother, Tyler Archer, those guys went out there, had a tag team match, and robbed me like you wouldn't believe. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we got a company down in Yuma, you know, about wrestling. And, you know, from there, it's just blossomed. Love those guys. All right, Ricky, my next question is, since Iron Man C started with HIW, how do you see how does his heel pers- persona will have a great effect for HIW today? Well, I feel 
uh, his heel persona is a, a very entertaining heel persona. And I think with our current day and age of fans that we have, they kind of get a kick out of those type of heels. Yeah. So, well, they're playing the heel role and, you know, you know, boo, I hate you, all that. They want to come and see that at the same time. They, 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 you'll see the smile on their face while they're, they're reacting to them and giving them his heel persona. They're entertained by that. They, they want that. Um, I think it's, it's very successful with a lot of potential. All right, Ricky, going back to when you first started, did you ever think you'd be uh, this far and have a company, um, be a co-owner of a company or, you know, have a company underneath your belt? Did you ever see that in the beginning? In the beginning, I didn't think I'd be wrestling at this, this far down the road. I mean, I, I wanted it, but it was more just being realistic. And I will say that I'm very happy and I feel very lucky with everything that HIW has done and has, you know, become over the years. Uh, but at the same time, I do feel that I, I did kind of put a lot into the HIW basket for many of these years where I probably could have tried to uh, branch out more. But it's not a regret thing. It's just more of a... You know, hindsight, you know, it's 2020 thing, and like, oh, I could have done this. Mm-hmm. But either way, I, I have no regrets as far as, you know, what HAW has been over the years and what I've been able to do for it. And I appreciate every single match I can get, especially in HAW. All right, Ricky. So since you've been wrestling for almost 20 years, have you, has anyone compared you to any wrestlers that you know of? I've never had any, say, direct comparisons myself. I, like, ironically, like, I've only been, like, say, compared to uh, a, a fictional character, uh, Gumby, uh, because I can take some pretty nasty falls, and, you know, we get back in the backstage, and I'm the guy that's dancing around and laughing and, like, you know, like, hey, what's next, you know? All right, Ricky, my next question is just a little thought. If it's kind of possible that it could be like a war against HIW and Revolt, can you kind of see it in Tucson or it has to be like somewhere else, like like in Yuma or so? So I could see that going like many different ways, really, but it, it could be to where it could play off in both cities as well as some um, other cities that, you know, included. The thing I would see, if we're here in Tucson here, that they're going to be cheering the HIW guys, but we bring that down to Yuma, flip it. You know, they're going to be cheering the Revolt guys. The question would be is if I start lining up these these venues up in like the Douglas and you know different cities. How are they going to react to uh, feuding like that? Whose side are they going to go with? That part, that's the unknown part. Yeah, that that would be amazing to have like a you know kind of a, I guess you could say the weekend wars because it's not really on Monday, but it's like the weekend wars between two organizations and all that. That would be amazing. 
Um, but my next question is, how does your family feel about you having this um, this wrestling organization and, and, and wrestling on the weekends? And does that take away from your family time, or are they 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 at the shows too? So my family, we're, we're a pretty busy family, honestly. I keep my kids young and athletics, and my daughter does band and she's in drama and everything. I try to make sure if they have something going on on the weekend that I'm available. On occasion, you know, being that I am the owner of SIW and whatnot, that I will have some conflicting schedules. I will miss some things, but my family, as far as they are concerned, they're very understanding. They knew what I was doing before we even, you know, started being a family. You know, I actually met my wife before we even started doing all this, even. So she knew what I was doing. So I'm, I'm really lucky in that fashion that they actually let me do what I, as much as I do, as often as I do it. All right, Ricky, as a promoter and match setter for HIW, is there any dream matches that you want to put together pretty soon? Well, there's always that. My current uh, dilemma is, um, you know, who to try to persuade to coming, you know, come into HIW more often or, you know, even for the first time and keep them coming. Uh, so, I mean, it's hard to really say any dream, you know, matchups or even guys to really name that I'd like to say bring in, even honestly. But I'm always open to talent. All right, Ricky, my next question is, the way your family sees how, how great you're successful since you created HIW, do you have, like, like little, I don't know, sons or daughters? Can they see themselves as, like, be part of your wrestling soon once they grow up? Or? Hold on, I didn't quite get that. I'm sorry. So he wants to know if, if your kids are, they, they, do they want to be wrestlers as, when they grow up since they see you, they want to follow in your footsteps? Well, you know, funny enough, the uh, the biggest wrestling mind out of my kids is my daughter. Like, she's really on the level. She knows her stuff like you wouldn't believe. Um, just, I, I could see her if she wanted to, that she could get into it with just her knowledge. And she's, you know, she got size for a female to where she'd be tough enough and she'd have the, the resources to train. Um, and I, I would embrace that, but myself, I'd, I'd want her to be at least 16, and she's not there yet. Um, my little uh, boy, he's getting the size for it, but I'm trying to see if he's into, you know, maybe even baseball over it and wrestling and push that further before, you know, seeing if he wants to become a wrestler. He, when he was younger, he, he seemed a lot more interested in it, but as he got older, it, you know, the interest in being a wrestler kind of went away. He likes watching it, for sure. But my youngest, um, he's only four years old, mind you, but he, oh, just loves to get in the ring like you wouldn't believe. Like, currently, he would want it, 
definitely, but at the same time, you know, that was similar to the older boy. So I'm going to ride that one out. But I'd definitely be willing to do what I could for them if they wanted to. Once they're at the right age. <laughs> All right, Ricky, so you got a big event coming up next weekend. Um, it's a two-day yeah. event. It's a two-day tournament. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of big names in this tournament. You're also in this tournament. And um, so for people out there that, you know, haven't seen HIW or haven't, you know, experienced the event of HIW or experienced the, the event of just independent wrestling in Arizona, what do you want to tell those people? Well, I'd like to say if you haven't been out and you've never been out, you should try it out. You never know what will entertain you at these events. Some people like everything. Some people like a few things. Um, you know, when it's some that, you know, it's just not their thing, but they don't know until they try. And there's a lot of people that are wrestling fans that are kind of missing the ball if they don't go. I mean, it, and at the price range, it's worth it. I mean, you get like two hours plus at least of, you know, good wrestling, entertainment, and, you know, where can we get that kind of value in town, really? I mean, that's, at the least, it's on par with, with, with better-priced entertainment things in town. And just, just being around the, the fellow fans is even in itself entertaining, you know? It's a good vibe. We, we have a good vibe in our crowd. We try and bring an entertaining product that gives you all around, whether it's, like, hard-hitting, comedy, all points in between. Just... You know, just give it a shot. Is what I suggest to anybody that hasn't been out. All right, Ricky, for next weekend's big event, would you consider it kind of like a King of the Ring type of tournament style, in your opinion? You, you could say that. Um, but on a, uh, almost like a larger scale because right now I have so many people that want to be in this. It's... Mm. Gonna be a bigger sized tournament than King of the Rings sized tournaments are. So it's gonna be quite the ordeal. We're gonna need these two days. <laughs> that's for sure. All right. So I have one more question for you all. So in your prediction, I know you're part of it, but if you make it to the final round, who would you like to face in the final round for the vacant HIW title? Oh, that is a really good question, man. Um. From who I know that's going to be in there and who I'd love to, you know, wrestle against, you know, I'd love to match up against Johnny Suave in the finals. He's a guy that I feel is, I've wrestled him one time only, and it was like a teaser. There's so many things that we could have done. We could have went longer. And if we put the title on the line, me and him, I know that it's going to, you know, elevate everything. You know, the in-ring quality, the, the, the length of it. I'd love to face him in the finals myself. All right, Rick, my question is, who would you like to see as new HIW for heavy champion when that event comes? Hmm. You know, you know, aside from the, the old selfish, personal, you know, 
you know, Ricky Flash is the first HIW champion part of things in my set being, you know, the new champion. Out of the rest of the guys coming from, say, the owner's perspective, hmm, that is a really good question. You know, I try not to really side up on, on in that fashion. Hmm. Hmm. You guys might have me on that one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I see lots of guys that would be great representatives to be the HIW champion as far as that much. But there's just so many guys I could see that would be, you know, winning it potentially. Yeah, I'll uh, let, you th let you think about that for a little bit. But, uh, you know, when Chris got hurt and, you know, he was doing a match at one of your events, um, were you the first person to see him when he came through the curtain? There was several of us, and I was right there when he was brought back. From my um, perspective of it, I was actually communicating with some other people regarding some you know, future events and the things of that nature. So it was kind of surprising to me when he came back and people were carrying him back, you know, the old under-the-arm you know, carry-back thingy. I was just kind of like, hold on. I know nothing went wrong. What happened? And so, like, immediately, you know, of course, it was right, right when he came back. We were just, oh, what happened? Give him room. Breathe. Let him breathe. But, yeah, it was total just fluke. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the fact that, you know, you guys came up with this tournament, we're, we're trying to figure out what you guys are going to do as, as fans. You know, because he's not going to be holding the title so long, and and now what? What you guys come up with this tournament, and that was a great surprise to us. And you guys going to have a two-day event at where is it acting again? We'll be having it both days at the VFW. VFW, ten dollars to get in. It's going to be a great yes. event, great tournament. Five dollars for kids, right? Five dollars for kids. Yeah, and it's going to start at what time again, Ricky? So Saturday. The show starts at 3 o'clock. We'll have the doors open by 2.30. And at the same time for Sunday? So, you know, honestly, for Sunday, we might need to start Sunday at 1 o'clock. Because <laughs> Sunday's going to probably be the longer day. Yeah. So, can you announce any big names that have entered already? Well, uh, there's a couple guys that just ask me not to say they're going to be there yet uh, out, out of uh, state even you know um, you'll see our usual HRW roster definitely and I mean you'll definitely see um, the, the guaranteed full time return of Dr. Cobblepot I know he came back at that uh, you know fundraiser event but now that we're back in the VFW here He's entered into the tournament. Nice. Uh, we call him the evil genius, and we talked to him about that, and he said, that, "Yeah, that's fine. It's kind of, it's kind of cool that we call oh, him the evil genius." Because when he turned, when he got suspended, when he hit the, when he lost the, the Tucson title, um, the city title, we started calling him the evil genius, and yeah, that was. Good I, I think he should stay here. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, uh, an evil scientist. I mean, mm -hmm. that, 
I mean, that right there in itself, that's money. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is money. <laughs> yeah, we kind of felt that little tease coming on when he got pretty upset when he lost the title. So me and Michael and my brother looked at each other. We're like, evil genius. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But, yeah, Ricky, I mean, you know, what do you see HIW in five years? So I would like to have HIW um, running out of a, a facility to where we can have training out of it as well as a smaller venue for more regular events as well as still doing our, you know, events outside of that you know, that venue that we'll be in, that I foresee us in for five years here. All right, Ricky. Um, you know, for all the upcoming, you know, young super, superstars that you have on your roster, you know, the people that are, you know, still training to be a, a professional wrestler, um, and there's people out there that probably, like, want to try professional wrestling, I mean, are you available to train those guys, or is it more of a you want to send them to a school? Current situation, I don't have proper facility to offer the, you know, the proper training that they would want to start. So I do suggest that if you want to start currently, anytime in the next couple months even, that you'd want to look into some of the schools that are running, you know, honestly, a lot of Phoenix, that was one of the snags, so you have a long commute. Yeah. But I, I fully intend on getting HIW back to a status to have the facilities to offer the training. Yeah. So that that will be coming. It's just a matter of time and the right, you know, everything needs to fall in place. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's your organization, there's Rockstar Alliance, and there's a CLW that's in Tucson right now. Is there any way that you guys can all combine and, and have a, a big event like, say, you know, like, you know, it's WrestleMania weekend right now, you know, have a big event like that? That um, it's, it's kind of tricky to be able to try and pull that off. Uh, one of the snags being that, you know, we kind of do run a lot of the same guys. So, you know, what, what would they be billed as? You know, if we're going to be doing something like a, you know, joint forces type of an event, where would it be at? Yeah. Uh, you know, whose ring would be used? Who would be, you know, in charge of what and what? There'd be a lot of logistics that need to be worked out that might be a little more complicated uh, than they would seem just from the outside perspective. I mean, it, it's it, it it could be ha- it could happen one of these days. I mean, when it does happen, it's it, it will be. Yeah, I wouldn't rule it out, but at the same time, there's a lot that's involved. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes that that need to be done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Insurance and all sorts of everything. <laughs> Before we really do end the interview, is there anything else you want to say for the HIW fans out there? I want to say that I appreciate all the support over the years. I've loved every minute of it, even the stressful times, uh, all points in between, whether I was hurting or whether I was feeling like I was on top of the world. (laughs) 
All right, Ricky, you know, you got an event this uh, next weekend, Saturday and Sunday. You know, it's going to be a great event, $10 to get in, $5 for kids. You know, it's a tournament, two-day event. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, it's, it, you guys got to go out there. HIW is amazing. I want to thank Ricky for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks, bro. Well, thanks for having me, guys. It was a blast. <laughs> All right, Ricky, we're going to end this right now. But, um, yeah. So there you go. There's an interview with uh, Ricky Flash. Yes, Ricky Flash. Thank you, brother, once again. It was awesome interviewing with you. And hope, hope we're looking up to interview other more to come. Yep. So if anybody else wants to get an interview, you can hit us up on social media. Facebook, Instagram. Snapchat's coming pretty soon, hopefully. Pretty soon. And then uh, we got our own website, which is Desert Wrestling Podcast 1. Go check that out. All the all the podcasts are up there from one mm -hmm. to four. Um, we're gonna have another show tomorrow, right, guys? Yep, yes, sir. WrestleMania edition. Ugh. And NXT, we'll talk about. Um, what are we talking about tomorrow? NXT Takeover, the results, how a beautiful show it was, and the update of what happened with Ring of Honor tonight and WrestleMania and next weekend's HIW tournament. Mm -hmm. Yep. Anything else, Mark? That's all for in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'll see you guys. We'll see you guys next episode tomorrow. Yay! Same time, same place, maybe. We'll see. See what happens, guys. Yeah, let's see what happens. All right. BYOB. Close it out, Mark. All right. Everyone be safe. And we'll see you guys next time. Support Desert Wrestling Podcast. And we're signing Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.